can see you have their hands in a little bit of everything, not just voice acting. But now, and especially if you've listened to most or all episodes of CEO Lounge so far, a big thank you if you did, you already know some of the reasons why most CEO do so. Some are riding on trends trying to emulate other CEO's success. Others are on the vanguard challenging themselves and at the same time unconsciously setting those trends. Others do it as a compliment to the low wages they get, because we all know how little anime work pays. And others are trying to avoid the abuse and politics of castings and auditions for anime. Most of all, Melsi Yu are trying to stay relevant and ultimately survive this tough and hard industry to break into using all the tools they have available. Some people have started to question whether it is still correct to call voice actors seiyu or simply talento. Not just overseas, but also in Japan. Mamoru Mianu recently represented the seiyu side in one variety show that discussed this exact question. Are seiyu already considered talento? For this episode, I will try to talk a bit about this and what leads to a CEO earning the title of CEO and similarly the title of Talento. Things are no longer crystal clear. Let's kick off this episode of CEO Lounge. Welcome to CU Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today I will be talking about the blurred lines of what is being a CU and a Talento. Of course, before I kick off talking about that, I want to dive into what are CU and Talento as well as multi-talented professionals so that you can then perfectly understand what is going on in this episode. As you may already know, a CU is a voice actor. Being a voice actor includes voicing characters in animation, Japanese or even dubbed, doing narration, lending voice to pachinko machines, games, radio, drama CDs, museum or city guides, recording announcements for the subway, trains and more. There's actually a lot of things that the CU that strictly does voice acting work, basically the purists, can do. Not everything pays well, but you already know the drill with the CU ranking system and everything. If CU specialize in voice acting alone, they will be found doing basically most of the work I mentioned a couple of seconds ago. Good examples of purist CU are Ken Narita and Norio Wakamoto. Then we have the Talento. Talento are people that are in the entertainment industry and do a little bit of everything. They are actors, they sing, they are variety hosts or regular guests in variety shows, they do voice acting at times as well as radio work and modeling. They are jacks of all trades that you can find all over Japanese television shows. They really don't specialize in a specific area and tend to branch out a lot trying to have their name in as many places as possible. They are paid appearance fees instead of CU's complex payment system with different fees for different types of jobs. 
Idols in Japan are the best example of what talento really are. They sell their personalities rather than a very specific talent of theirs. By the way, the word talento comes from the English word talent and has the exact same meaning. At the same time, we have what you usually find in some of the articles on The Hand That Feeds HQ. I tend to say that, for example, Toshiki Toyonaga and Soma Saito are multi-talented. What does multi-talented mean? Simply put, they have multiple talents, but they are highly specialized in those talents they have. Both are seiyuu and singer-songwriters and it is common among seiyuu fans and even the media to recognize that they are insanely good at both. So they are what you call multi-talented. They are not known for one specific talent, but by two or more talents in which they are extremely specialized in. They don't sell their personality like Talento do, and they are still recognized as being seiyuu, as that is their major source of work. But having to attention that even these definitions are already getting to be pretty blurry. Now that we are all on the same page, let's dive into what makes some old-school Seiyuu fans incredibly wary of the changes that have been happening in the last decade. Seiyuu is no longer a strictly voice-acting job, like it was in the 90s or in the early noughties. It has evolved way past that. Once again, it is safe to say that that change happened with Mamoru Miyano's popularity boom in 2010 that led to him turning into more than just a CU, turning into a talento. But you'll say, Mamoru Miyano was already a talento to begin with. And you are right. Most people tend to overlook this, but Mamoru Miyano has been a talento almost since the very start of his career as a child actor under Imawari Gekida. He never said that he is strictly a voice actor. He also never said that he is strictly a singer or an actor. That's why I am saying that he never chose to specialize in anything. He did pretty well as a voice actor with the success of his roles in Mobile Suit Gundam Zero and Durarara. His popularity as a voice actor then imploded with his performance in Death Note and ultimately he is known for being in Utapri. But he has always done other jobs at the same time as voice acting. Theatre and musicals have always been things he's done in his career. You can tell that he was an actor to begin with, not specialized, but in his essence, he was a versatile actor. But then... 2010 happens and the CU industry changes a whole lot thanks to him. And slowly you start noticing how much and how frequently he was attending TV shows, variety shows, and promoting his music more than he was in the studio recording his voice for anime series. Miano started to sell his personality at that time. To the point that even when he wasn't promoting anime or his music, he was still invited to variety shows, 
or even music shows to participate and boost his image. He does a little bit of everything, but he is also really good at what he does. You can say at the same time that he is, in a way, multi-talented. He sure is a good voice actor and a stunning singer. He has a track record in both filled with accolades, not to mention a really funny variety host and guest. He is in that blurred line between multi-talented and a talento. But he certainly has a foot already in the talento side because much of his popularity and the fact that he is well known in Japan doesn't come from anime or his music activities only. He actually is known as a personality. Some of you will disagree with me on this point, which is fair. Uh, this last part is only but my opinion. So all things considered, I look at Miano as a talento. And note that there are some Japanese people that use the word talento with a depreciative and mocking meaning, which I am not using here. For reference, what they mean is that those people that have high exposure in the media are only like that because they only sell looks and a personality and have nothing more to offer. I believe this different meaning refers a bit to idols but I don't want to dive into that. So why are people thinking that being a CU and a Talento nowadays is almost the same thing? If you remember, I mentioned on episode 2 the reasons why male CU kick off careers in the music industry. There is a part of them that does it because it is their passion. They've always been part of bands or have composed or written their music and lyrics since forever. They are, as I mentioned before, the ones that joined the music industry with pure intentions. Then we have those that join in just because it is a trend. And they aren't even known for their work in anime because they don't have much to begin with. I won't be naming names but you'll notice that there are some CU in highly popular music projects that barely have any credits in anime, games or narration to their name. These are exactly the type of CU that are blurring the lines in a really twisted way. So those CU that by sheer luck have been casted in a popular music project or those CU that are riding the wave wanting to launch music careers like crazy when both are barely known in the industry for their voice acting work, are really the reason why the industry is turning into a bundle of talento or idol CU with each new generation of CU that joins in. At the same time, if you notice, male CU that are already established in the industry have been branching out like crazy in the last couple of years. Yukikaji and Takuyeguchi are good examples of that. However, for purposes of this episode, I want to touch a little bit into what Yukikaji has been doing, as he is, out of both, the one that is closest to being called a talento. Yukikaji is well known for his voice acting work. He has two Best Leading Voice Actor Awards from the Seiyu Awards and is easily one of the dearest and most recognizable voices among male CU fans. However, in the past five years, he turned into an author, a fashion designer, a TV drama actor and musical actor. 
he goes and attends various variety and talk shows in Japan per year. His face and his name sell. He's no longer known for his work as a seiyuu, and a big part of his massive popularity came from his role as Eren in Attack on Titan and the connected TV promos that were made that took his name from a credit on an anime episode to an identifiable face that people now want to see more of. Much like Mamoru Miyano, Yukikaji is showing that he is in that blurred line of multi-talented seiyuu and talento, given how much his face actually sells. Seeing the success of Yukikaji, many other male CU started to have the courage to branch out and, in one way or another, started to emulate what he and Miano have been doing in terms of selling themselves to an audience to boost their name and popularity. The problem is when rookies do that when they do not have a name to sell, or haven't showcased their talents enough to warrant them being variety personalities or the sort. That's also when the lines start to blur. At the same time, you don't find specialized voice actors among the newest generations of CU. Have you noticed that? Most talent agencies already look for those that can sing, dance, act, are creative in other areas such as design, music composition, music theory and variety instead of just people that want to be voice actors. They also look for those with good looks. Last I checked, a voice actor didn't need to be handsome to have a good voice, but okay, let's not question that logic or lack thereof. Yeah, you will tell me that agencies have different types of talent in their ranks. I know that. They also house actors, comedians and MCs. But to look for, in a prospective seiyuu, qualities way far from what being a seiyuu entails already tells us how the industry has shifted to the point that talent agencies believe that only seiyuu with good looks that can sing and act are the ones that will be successful in the future. What they are forgetting is that most of these seiyuu, unfortunately, will not survive the industry unless they are extremely lucky. Think with me for a second. If the seiyuu industry is already extremely competitive with highly skilled professionals in the scene, why would the seiyuu industry look for jacks of all trades that are not particularly good in voice acting, nor in singing, nor in narration. Why would you choose someone that is not specialized over someone that is? See what I'm saying? What will happen, of course, when the 90s born generation is in their 40s, is that the industry will be pretty watered down. Few will be career seiyuu or purist seiyuu. All will have music careers, launch apparel brands, be variety personalities and so on and so forth. If the veteran CEO of today already complained that most CEO in the 90s born generation are not that good, and we're talking about the 90s born generation, the last generation that is highly specialized, can you imagine the next ones that aren't? I don't want to sound like someone that doesn't see the bright side of things, but truth is, 
It is ridiculous that Seiyu have gone from voicing characters in radio dramas in the 80s, to starting to show their faces in the 90s, to kicking off careers in the music industry in the noughties, to embracing it in the 10s, to the point that it turned into a trend. And now, in the 20s, we are already seeing Seiyu with less than three years of career as Seiyu already launching projects in the music industry. At the same time, you have Seiyu that are only popular due to a specific music franchise launching apparel brands or releasing photo books. Back in the day, and now you will call me old, well, I am close to my 30s, but still, things like these only came with years of experience and popularity, you know, naturally. Now it seems that everyone is eager to jump into the next trend because they are afraid that they are losing to other CU in the industry when, in fact, the industry is still the same at its core. There are still CU that are highly specialized or multi-talented that don't need to have their hands everywhere to be successful. You don't need to be a talento or an idol to be successful as a CU. Unfortunately, many think that this is the way to go, and a big part of that blame is put on the fans. Fans are getting more and more superficial by the day. Voice actors should be appreciated by their talented voices and their acting. That's what they trained for. Not by how handsome they are or how good they sing or rap. Fans have helped twist the industry a whole lot, to the point that talent agencies push their talents to meet their ridiculous and shallow standards that young fans set on Seiyu. And Seiyu no longer believe that their voice alone will help them live off of what they love, which is voice acting. As a result, the new generations of Seiyu are already being formatted by their talent agencies about how the industry is changing and that in the future a CU will have to be good at many things that are not really connected to what being a CU really means. So talent agencies are creating talento or idol CU. I've mentioned a couple of times the words idol CU. This is what I believe male CU are actually turning into more so than turning into talento. Is Idol CU that much different from being a talento? In its essence, no. CU do their voice acting work, they sing, they sell their face in various ways. They are revered by their fans who follow them and by everything they do or appear on, much alike how fans of idols do. That's not that different from talento. Remember when being a CU was only standing behind the mic and no one knew their face and simply appreciated their voices? Those days are long gone. Talent isn't enough anymore if you want to be successful. It wasn't already enough to begin with, but now it is only but a small percentage of what determines if a CU is deemed popular or not. Now, it seems like it is a race to see who does the most out of the least they have to offer. And that's how you get ridiculous solo and group debuts that go under the radar quickly. 
that's how you have CU that barely have any experience in voice acting itself, releasing photo books as if they were big stars. That's why you have so many copycats among CU, trying to see who is at the forefront and immediately following the same pattern without actually adding any value to their career. That is why the lines have blurred between Seiyuu and Talento. Few are the multi-talented. Few are the purest Seiyuu. Many are following the alleged trend of being an idol Seiyuu. Some actually are more like Talento than anything else. The lines are really blurred. This is why I believe being an idol Seiyuu will be a trend when this decade is over. I would love for the CU industry to continue to bet on those that are specialized in voice acting, regardless if they are rookies or not. Because these are the voice actors that give life to stories, to characters, to settings. Those are the ones that move our hearts in the most unexpected ways. Most CU from the newest generations that are in leading roles nowadays don't have the same impact. I've started to notice that as I returned to watching anime this year, after a couple of years of not checking any animation. If Seiyu start to focus too much on being everywhere just for the sake of it, if Seiyu start to go the Talento route, the focus on the art of voice acting is put in the backseat. The voice acting industry will slowly dilute itself into the entertainment industry if Talento turn into the new normal among Seiyuu. A couple of idol Seiyuu actually move the industry and put a spotlight on it. Look, we're here, Seiyuu are talented people. But everyone being an idol Seiyuu? Then we're no longer talking about the Seiyuu industry. If Seiyuu stops being a thing, and Talento or Idol CU take over, it will be a loss for the voice acting industry itself. Well, I tried to cut to the chase and approach this theme in a crystal clear way. CU turning into Talento is something that has worried me, primarily as I am a big fan of voice acting as an art. And this worry has been here since 2017. While I am extremely supportive of male CU wanting to venture into the music industry, or trying their luck in acting, I believe that because of some CU that have tried that and were successful, all other CU now think that they should jump on that train. And they shouldn't. Call me a purist or old-fashioned, but CU should do what fits their talents best. Not jump on trends and see if they can cash in on everything. That doesn't add value to their repertoire. And on a long run, when they are no longer pretty faces, they will not have anything to back up why other companies or anime productions should hire them. The line has blurred and I fear that by the end of this decade, we no longer will be able to tell apart the differences between being a CEO and being a Talento. Now tell me, 
Are the lines getting blurred or am I just reading into it too much? What do you think the CU industry will be like when this decade is over? Let me know in the comments. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the Hand That Feeds HQ's weekly Mail CU and music related content, hit the subscribe button. I'll return next week with another episode of CU Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around.